Hey, what's going on, guys? This is uh, Truckology, and this is uh, Truckology Talks, Episode 8. What's going on? Uh, I'd like to first start off by saying uh, if you guys want to catch replays, you can watch them here on YouTube, but lives are better on YouTube, so you can comment, call in, and all that stuff. And uh, if you want to do, uh, if you want to watch replays of this, or if you want to listen to replays, it's better off uh, just follow me on uh, Spotify. You know, you'll be able to catch the audio version of the podcast. So uh, if you can't, take your eyes off the road or something because obviously you're driving and you're not doing your reset check me out on spotify that'd be cool you know but uh so what's going on out there you know what i mean it's a new week new day another freaking thing to do <laughs> but uh yeah so uh let's let's get into some of the subjects we got going on here today so uh one of the things that i want to bring up was uh that work um one of the things i wanted to bring up to you guys is that there are russian hackers are trying to uh bribe tesla workers into installing malware right so uh there's uh they're trying to put out i don't know like by 2025 at least like 2000 electric uh tesla trucks out there right and uh, a lot of these are going to be uh self-driving right because that's what tesla does besides uh <clears throat> everything being electric, they like doing things uh, self-driving, right? But a Russian hacker had attempted to pay off uh, one of the people that worked there. I guess they, well, not pay, not just pay off, but they, uh, I guess they hacked some of the stuff and then they were kind of like holding it ransom. And they're like, all right, we'll give it to you. If uh, you take this money and we give you, uh, and you install this malware, right? So uh, one of the big things about that is, and like I say all the time is, People are going to uh, attempt. All right, nobody. Oh yeah, people are going to attempt to uh, to do this, and this is why electric trucks, mainly uh, smart trucks, the ones that are going to be self-driving, aren't going to happen for a while, and why it's not a good idea to do it anytime soon. You know what I mean? Because uh, a lot of lives can be get put at risk because of these kind of things. You know, and it's kind of messed up that uh, they'd go out their way to do something like this. You know, but uh, I mean, what do you what do you expect? You know, hackers are going to hack. Other governments are going to try to do things to damage us over here in the U.S. and vice versa. U.S. will probably try to do stuff like that to uh, other governments, but uh, it it happens. So you guys, this is why I don't think it's going to be uh, any time kind of deal, you know. And uh, so, so if you guys are worried about uh, the trucks taking over the uh, the driverless trucks, it's not going to happen for a while. Especially when stories like this come up, it's it's just not going to happen, you know. I mean. In our lifetime, it will, but I think it's going to be more the tail end of our lifetime. I think they're going to try introducing it as much as they can, but there's going to be a lot of gaffes along the way, shit like this. And uh, hopefully uh, they're hoping they don't get press when uh, when stuff like this happens, you know, especially uh, Tesla because their stocks are going to crash. Well, not crash, but their stocks are definitely going to take a hit from this. You know what I mean? So uh, just, just be aware it will happen in our lifetime, just not... Not for a while. So you guys don't be afraid to get your CDLs and do all that other stuff. You know what I mean? But uh, so next thing, right? There's two dumbasses of the week this week. <laughs> I thought it was going to be hard finding dumbasses of the week, but apparently it's it's not. <laughs> There's just a bunch of them out there and they are relentless, right? So uh, there we go. I brought it up on screen for you guys, right? So uh, this is the picture, right? If you're looking at that, you're like, what the hell is this, right? So this happened in Australia. A guy was driving his truck 
while it was still moving, he got out of his truck. He went into the passenger side, not got out, got out of the driver's seat of the truck, went to the passenger side, and he took this picture of his feet kicked up and then over at the uh, empty seat while it's driving, right? And I believe this was a 22-year-old guy, Australia, driver facing harsh criticism after posting a video of himself sitting in the passenger seat of his moving semi-truck. First off, that's stupid. How dumb can you be? Like, like you, you, you're given a name. Bad, bad name for truckers out there. You really, you really are, and this is unacceptable. And I mean, really, how stupid can you be? Look at this shit. You know, he he took videos and pictures. Uh, it's an unnamed driver seen resting his feet on the dashboard while sitting on the passenger seat of the truck, barrels down an empty stretch of the road. You know, so yeah, he he was doing it on an empty road, but that's still stupid. I mean, what's going through your head? Like, what would possibly possess you to go? Hmm. Let me hop out the seat. This seems like a good idea. So uh, he's number one dumbass of the week. And uh, here's number two dumbass of the week. Uh, I don't know exactly where this happened. It was in New York. All right. So it was a New York State Police trooper. The The car was hit by a truck and he screwed. He bounced. He was out. Here's the picture of it, right? So for anybody listening on the audio, it is uh, is wrecked on the uh, the driver's side. You no, know, near the the rear tire well and the rear passenger seat, and it is is jacked up. Let me tell you, you know. Um, so he's definitely uh on for number two of the week because I mean, look how how stupid can you be to do something like this, you know? So, anyways, uh, the article goes: uh, New York State Police are looking for a truck driver following a hit and run crash involving a trooper occupied vehicle. Right, it was occupied. I didn't even remember that it was occupied. Right. So uh, this happened on uh around like twelve. 12, well, 11.45 p.m. on uh, I-84 in, in Kent, New York, right? So uh, anybody have any information, you can guys can call at uh, 845-677-73000, right? But come on, this is why he's dumbass of the week number two. He hit a cruiser and he screwed. How dumb are you? So for anybody out there that's uh, thinking about getting a CDL, hit and runs and DUIs are like the two worst things you can do, right? Hit and runs, you're automatically at fault. There's no, you can't say, you can't talk your way out of a hit and run. Like, oh, I didn't know, I didn't realize that he was stuck in my tire well. Like, you can't talk your way out of a hit and run, right? You're automatically at fault. And uh, and then they hit a state a state trooper and to run from the, the scene of the crime. I mean, how dumb can you be? I don't know what goes through some of these people's minds, but uh, it happens, you know? Oops, wrong one. <laughs> I don't know what goes through some of these people's minds, but... Uh, some people are just stupid. Like, how are you going to hit a truck? I mean, a state cruiser and then just bounce, you know? I don't know. I, I don't know what goes through people's mind. I I use my head, you know? I know some people don't like to, but I, I typically do, right? So another thing I want to bring up this week was uh, while I was working is 30-minute uh, breaks, right? So uh, this is going to pertain more to us local guys, right? So uh, what I typically do on a 30-minute break is I work through it. So I'll I'll post up at a stop that I know is going to be like at least a half hour, pretty close to a half hour. Then I uh, start my break and then I work because obviously the truck's not moving so I can uh, unload. <clears throat> I can unload and take a break at the same time. Right. Because I like to be efficient. Right. But uh, this is what happened to me this time is I had a stop that had 10 pieces around the time I had to take my break. So it only took me a couple minutes to do it. So what do you do in that situation? Right. So for us local guys, us newer local guys that don't know, you know, I mean, I'm not newer. I've been doing this for a while, but for the newer guys, 
the best thing you can do is start ripping pallets apart, right? You got a half hour. You're done with your stop. You're taking your break. I mean, you could sit, but I'm not going to tell you not to take your break. If you want to take your break, by all means, take your break. You know what I mean? Go for it. You know, that's what it's there for, right? But for all us, us movers and shakers that want to get shit done, there's things we can do, all right? So what, like I was saying, what I do, 30 minutes, if I have the opportunity, like I am like I said this time and it happened this time, I did, had a 10-piece stop where I, t- I took my break. I banged it out in a few minutes. Then I start ripping pallets and organizing, right? I rip the pallet apart. I start with the dry. I put all the, the like sequences together. So all stop 10 together for the dry. All stop 11 together with the dry. All stop 12, so on, so on, right? Then I do. I move on to this uh, the cooler, you know, for the same couple stops. And then I move on to the freezer for the same couple stops, right? Now, what's this going to do, right? Now, for the people like me who like to keep moving, it's going to help your day go a lot faster, right? Because I hate that half hour just sitting there. It's not doing anything for you. You know what I mean? It's it's good to get a little re a little reset, right? But uh, I like to go, go, go. So by doing this, you're you're setting yourself up for the future, and you're going to be able to bang out the next couple stops even faster because now you're not digging through shit. Now you're not like, oh, where's stop? 11 i can't find it i can't find it i got two more pieces i can't find it boom you found it because you had it organized you know that's why i take advantage of my break and the best thing you can do too after if you still want to take your break bang it out and get your 30 minutes back at the end of your route you know if you're that hell bent on getting a 30 minute break work through it like i said and then uh, at the end of your route just sit back for 30 minutes before you take off you know what i mean that i don't always do that i sometimes i do but for the most part i just like to get home you know, I like to just bang out my route, shoot home, you know, and then, uh, so yeah, just always keep that in mind. You can, I'm not going to force you or tell you not to take your break, but if you want to be efficient and you want to get the route done, don't take your work through your break. You obviously got to take your break, but work through your break. So, uh, onto the next thing I want to talk about was, uh, truckers keeping America moving, right? So, uh, a lot of people that don't drive trucks don't realize that everything they eat, every time they fuel up their car, every time they go to the store and buy something, every every little thing is because of truck drivers, right? And it's going to lead me into my you know, next subject that I want to bring up. But everything is because of truck drivers. We, as truckers, literally keep America moving, right? Because without us, there's nothing that's going to, there's going to be no product there for anybody, Right. Yeah, people go to say, oh, you could do trains and no, 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 no. How how are all the groceries gonna get to the grocery store? Right? A train's not gonna ride up to a grocery store and then boop, give it to them. It doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? So every time you go to the grocery store, every time you go to the airport, you gotta remember everything that was built, the product was brought there on a on a truck, right? Every uh every time you have a sandwich, right? Each and everything component from that sandwich, the bread. Right, even the even the raw products to get the bread, right? The the fuel to fuel up the vehicles to move the bread there. All these things are because of truckers, right? So why do I bring this up? What's going on, DB? Thanks for hopping in. Uh, why do I bring this up? Right. I mainly bring this up because uh, we need to take pride in ourselves, right? We're not just oh, we're just truckers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know there's the bad the bad image of the guy who was like 300 pounds overweight, hard time going up and down the vehicle to get in and out. You know what I mean? We need to take pride in ourselves and in our work, you know? And that's why I say we keep America moving. 
you know, and we really do. Like I said, to the fuel that gets every person's car, you know, to the uh, to the buildings that we bring all the the building materials to. Everybody likes to look down on truckers, or a huge majority of people, mainly I would say educated people, like to look down on truckers. But we need to keep pride in ourselves and instill pride onto other truckers because we really do keep the ball moving over here. You know what I mean? Nobody, if if the truckers had stopped during this uh, pandemic. Let me tell you something. The world would have stopped. The United States would have ceased to exist, right? How was everybody going to get the meat? You know, they use truckers to take the pigs down to the slaughterhouse. Then they use truckers to bring the, 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 the meat down to the packaging plant. The packaging plant use, uh, uh, gets truckers to bring in uh, the stuff to uh, vacuum seal, the, the packaging, all that other stuff, right? Then they use another trucker to send the meat out. To the grocery store, you know what I mean, and not even directed to the grocery store. Sometimes it goes to a, a middleman, like a food service company, and then they deliver to the uh, grocery store, right? So uh, that's why, we, like I said, we got to keep pride in what we do, because just because we're truckers doesn't mean that we're we we're just some low life scum, because we're not, you know. I, like I said, I always take pride in everything I do, you know. I'm always in competition with myself because I want to be the greatest at what I do. You know, I mean, you don't have to be like that. That's just me personally, but it, it, it's not a bad thing. You know, you uh, end up being a better individual if you're uh, trying to be the best you, and then you get a better uh, product from yourself. Right? You become a better worker. You uh, you want to get things done a lot more better. You pay attention to more detail. You 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 take care of the little nuances. You know, you clean up your trail as you're going along as opposed to the end of the day so you don't trip over things, you know. That's why being the best you applies so heavily, especially in food service. You know what I mean? In that situation. But no, to me, it applies very heavily like that. And like I said, truckers will always keep America moving. And this this whole pandemic, people would have really been flipping out if we just went, nope, wipe the hands clean to the situation, right? Which brings me to my next point is... uh. Whatever happened to us being heroes? <laughs> you know, there was this small section where uh, we were actually uh, considered heroes during this pandemic. What's going on, Jamarcus? You know, during during this pandemic, there was this small period where there were for like a week they were going, "Hey, truckers are the best." You know, they're, they're helping us. We couldn't the world wouldn't keep moving if it wasn't for truckers. All that, right? And then. Uh, couple days pass and then they're like fuck you truckers get st stop double parking right here because i need to get my car out you know what i mean like it it was good for a little bit it was like for the first time i think us as truckers got any recognition about what was going on but yeah all right it was the first time as truckers that we got anybody uh recognizing what we do and the kind of bullshit that we do but uh yeah it disappeared pretty quickly <laughs> you know it moved over to uh all the doctors and nurses and uh cnas and all that stuff you know in which yeah i get it you know but uh they let that shit go to their head you know i'm sure as you guys drive along you'll see uh nursing homes that say uh heroes live here or heroes work here or somebody's house oh this one this one got me sick was uh it was it showed a, a picture of like a, a doctor you know that uh, the medical symbol with, like uh the snake on it and shit right uh it showed that that image and it said a hero lives here right now I come from a military background and a military family, right? People that went to war so that people can talk freely. You know what I mean? 
those are heroes and they don't want any acknowledgement. No, the only acknowledgement they need is the fact that you can go about your life the normal way you go about life. That's how you acknowledge a real hero, right? They don't let it get to their head. They don't go, oh, I'm a hero. And it's usually not even the doctors that do this. It's usually like the nurses and the CNAs that think they're, oh, they're hot shit. And it's like, dude, calm down, you know? It's, you're not hot shit like that, you know? Um, it, it, It's crazy, you know? Like I said, I come from a military background where my grandfather was in a, was in a war. You know, he got wounded. You know, my, my father enlisted during peacetime. I enlisted during wartime. You know what I mean? Fortunately for me, I never had to go down rage and uh, see any combat, you know. But I was prepared to, you know, and I wasn't seeking any recognition. And that's the crazy part is I see these, all these people, the lawn saying a hero lives here or heroes work here. And it's like, why? Because you showed up for work, you know? And it, I don't know. I, I get it. It's the whole COVID thing. You want to instill some pride in them too. So it's cool. But I mean, take a little. Take a chill pill, you know what I mean? That'll ego back people a little bit, saying, putting, like, straight up putting, I'm a hero on it, you know what I mean? I don't even drive with veteran plates, you know that? Like, if you look at my car, I can go down to the DMV right now and get some veteran plates if I wanted to. I don't drive with veteran plates, you know what I mean? I, don't, I keep my ego in check, you know? And that's another good thing to uh, to bring up is uh, keeping your ego in check. You know, as truckers, uh, I think a lot of times we don't keep our egos in check, you know? I think a lot of times uh, we're going to back into a dock or back blindside into a parking lot and all these other things. Or even when you're trying to park for a, uh, what do you call those, at the truck stop to sleep, right? You can just try and one-shot it, and you're not even keeping your ego in check. You're just going to, oh, I got this, I got this, and boom, that's next thing you know, you, you whack somebody's trailer. You took out your, uh, your rear uh, tires on one of those little yellow poles in the street and shit. You know what I mean? You hit something, like, keep your ego in check. You know, I think it's a, a very important thing for us as drivers to do because you're going to it's you're gonna do some dumb shit because of it. You feel me? You really are going to do some dumb shit if you're not keeping your ego in check like that. You know, and that even applies for uh, local guys, too, when you're dealing with customers, right? You're going to have some shitty customers. You know, I've had some pretty shitty customers, right? And they'll get in your face. They'll yell at you. You know, they got that mindset, the customer's always right, so uh, they're going to treat you like the customer's always right. And if you don't keep your ego in check, you're going to yell at them, you're going to yell back at them, you might cuss at them, you might say some uh, some spicy words to them, you know what I mean? And uh, by not keeping your ego in check, man, you're going to get fired. You know, that's the last thing that I know anybody wants. You know, you guys got families out there, you're going to get fired doing some shit like that. Same thing, too. Uh, this This goes back to food service and keeping your ego in check. You're going downstairs, right? Now, for people who don't know, local truck drivers, obviously, when it comes to food service, we have to unload every, it's like 100% touch freight, right? Well, I'd say 95% touch freight because we got some uh, pallet drops every now and then, right? But it's mostly touch freight, right? Sometimes you got to go downstairs. Now, obviously, if you're in like somewhere where there's no basement, you don't have to worry about that, like Florida or maybe Texas. I'm not even sure. Maybe Southern, more Southern Texas, anywhere tropical, there's no basement you're not gonna have to deal with that but most places are gonna have basements and keeping you your ego in check uh definitely comes in handy when you're going down a basement because you're gonna look at this stack you're gonna stack it like crazy because you want to get over with it over and done with this stop right so 
instead of loading it with maybe 200, 250 pounds to go down the staircase, you're maxing that out. You're maxing that two-wheeler with like 500 pounds. You're just going, I got this. Boom, you're having trouble going down the ramp. Now you got to go down 15 stairs. You're going one, two, boom, right? It gets away from you. It falls down, all the product breaks. You probably hurt yourself. You could have hurt your back. You know, you could land on your ass, broke your tailbone, all these things, right? Now, what's the one thing that could prevent all this? An ego check, right? And it's not hard to have an ego. It's not hard to sit there and go, hmm, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this. You know, maybe you were just trying to impress yourself. Maybe you were trying to impress, uh, there was a lady in there and you're like, oh, let me, let me show her I'm hot shit. I don't, whatever dumb excuse you got going on for you, keep your ego in check, you know, know your limitations, you know? It's only going to help you out because guess what? You're no good to your family or to yourself when you're on a workman's comp getting 60% of what you normally make. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's why I say you guys got to keep your egos in check out there. There's many situations where it comes up. But at the same time, <clears throat> don't let people walk over you either. You know what I mean? Because I've been in situations where uh, people wanted me to uh, stack product for them, right? So uh, for, for you guys that don't know, I work at GFS and the policy is the only thing that we stack for our customer is flour or sugar or any of those 50 pound bags. And they're like I said, they're 50 pound bags. You know, we don't stack it past chest height and uh, customers are going to try and take advantage of you. Customers are going to try and go, Hey, uh, stack that over there for me. Or, Hey, uh, uh, my driver usually does this right now. Like I said, keep in mind, keeping your ego in check means you're not going to argue with them. But at the same time, when somebody's like, Hey, I need you to do to uh, rotate my inventory. It's like, no, I don't do that. You know what I mean? Sorry, that's not comp company policy is we don't do that. Or I need you to stack the, the flower to the ceiling. Sorry, company policy is I can't do that. You know what I mean? And there's a nice way to say it without being, uh, you know, being an asshole. You got to deal with that. That's a very uh, common situation among people. Is uh, they want, they want to take advantage of you just because you're, uh, you're, you're not one of their drivers. I mean, not one of your drivers. You're, well, A, you're not their normal driver. And B, they don't want to do the work themselves, right? So uh, always keep that in mind. Take a step back and be like, no, nah, we can't do this. You know, and that might be a little bit pushy. I've had one guy that was pushy, right? Uh, here's my situation. I was uh, delivering to a bakery, right? So like I said, we do the the flour, the sugars, the those kind of, those kind of things. But we're doing six, 10 cans, right? And this is a big dude, right? I'm not small. I'm freaking, uh, what am I? I'm 5'10", you know? I'm not a tiny-ass dude. But this guy was like 6'3". He was hitting the, the weights like heavy, like he was jacked. You know what I mean? And he's like, hey, uh, stack those cans. I'm like, I don't do that. He's like, oh, well, our, uh, our normal driver does that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not your normal driver, okay? And you should be thanking him because we're not supposed to do that, Right? He's like, well, I should just refuse refuse the load, right? Now, I could have easily have just been like, whatever, fuck you, buddy. You know what I mean? Because he was being a dick to me. Like I said, keep your ego in check, right? And I I did what I thought was the smart thing was I went, you want to refuse the load? Okay. I'm like, all right. Boom. Scooped up the stack, started working towards the truck. And he's like, whoa, 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 where are you going? Where are you going? I'm like, listen, you want to refuse it? I'll bring it back. That's fine. I have no problem with that. And he's like, oh, well, I need this stuff. I was like, all right. Well, then what do you want? You want it? Or do you not want us? Like, I just can't stack this stuff. He's like, all right, well, my normal driver does that. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I was like, listen, I know your normal driver is being nice to you, but I was like, I can get hurt if I do that. If I get hurt, I was like, my company's not going to cover it for uh, disability because I was doing something I wasn't supposed to do, right? And uh, 
So I was like, if I'm if I get hurt, my company's not gonna cover it. I was like, I gotta sue somebody. I was like, you know who I'm gonna end up suing? It's gonna be you. And I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So he's like, oh, okay, okay. He's like, I get it, I get it. Like that. I was like, I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's just we just don't do that. We just we can't, and I don't have the time to sit here and do that for every customer because it'll end up being a 22 hour day rotating people's uh inventory, stacking it for them and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? So uh that's why. You gotta be stern, but like I said, keep your ego in check. Don't, don't do none of that dumb shit. You know, don't, don't. Just remember, always keep your ego in check and uh, just be careful. You know, and uh, yeah, just stuff like that, my man. It's just stuff like that. You know, I'll put up the phone line if I can find it in case somebody wants to call in. I got that all set up for you guys. You know what I mean? And there's a few more articles I saw. Let's go check them out. Real quick. Just give me one second. Where was it? Oh, yeah. So uh, I had brought this up last week. There was a uh, a lady who had gotten, uh, it was a lady truck driver who had gotten shot and killed. Well, I don't know if it was shot, but she had been uh, killed, Right. Hey, what's going on? I love you too. It was uh, she had gotten killed, and uh, her body was found outside of the uh, the truck, right? And uh, the the cops are still looking to identify her. It was uh, actually, oh no, I'm sorry, this is a different story. I was uh, conflating two different stories. Let's see, it says cops still looking to identify murder victim allegedly slain forty, slain by a truck driver forty years ago. Oh, listen, that's a story that makes us look bad. <laughs> Wasn't trying to do that. My bad, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Like I was saying though, there was uh that lady. I thought that was the same article, but she was found. Uh, she was a truck driver, and she was found dead outside of her uh her truck, and uh, uh that's that that's sad, and that makes uh people it makes you guys think you guys gotta be safe out there. You guys gotta just be cautious, you know. Exercise exercise caution in uh some of these areas. Some of these areas are really really bad where you have to sleep in maybe uh you call ahead see if it's fenced in stuff like that you know because i don't want to see any of you guys get hurt out there because uh i know the worst thing that can possibly happen is for your family to lose you you know especially if you're over the road because if you're over the road they're never you're already out as it is you know what i mean so they're they they're always looking forward to when you return right and uh for you to have a day or something bad happens and you're not able to return anymore because of it is sometimes you just it's sad and you guys gotta have to use your head to make sure that uh you don't put yourself in these kind of situations you know because they will arise these kind of situations you know you you can get hurt there's just so much and you got to be careful you know you just seriously you guys really got to be careful out there so uh like i said just be easy use your head Lock your doors, keep your windows up. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do. Don't keep warm in the winter, shit like that. So you're not freezing to death. No. But uh, so here's uh, another article that I seen, right? It was a uh, hunk of metal that, let's see, a hunk of metal almost took this truck driver out, right? So boom, here's the picture of it for you guys that are watching. That went flying into a truck driver's window. So for anybody listening to the audio, this looks like a good, like, six inch. It looks like an axe head. It's not, but it looks like about the size of an axe head, maybe a 
a little bit like thicker, but it just went right through the windshield. That thing looks ridiculous. Imagine that you're just driving down and all of a sudden whoop, 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 psh, wax your window, right? <laughs> Actually, that's funny because uh, it reminds me of a uh, time I was driving and uh, I was on, what was that? I was on uh, 27, 24. I was on Route 24, uh, heading back from Boston, well, the Boston area. I was heading back from Quincy, right? I was actually with a helper, and I'm I'm happy I had a helper with me because nobody would have believed this. I was literally driving, and I like the the helper, me and him, are just bullshitting, right? And all of a sudden, I hear like a big pop. I don't know what the fuck it was, right? And I look over at the, I look over at my helper. I'm like, the fuck was that, right? I look down, I see that there's a uh, glass all over me. I was like, what the fuck happened, right? And then I look, uh, I look over, I noticed the window was just completely gone. It was just shattered it shattered all over me oh, thank god nothing hit me in the in the face and in the eye and it kind of caught me off guard you know and uh i was lucky that day because i had a helper with me that was able to just to verify that that happened we were just driving on the highway he thought because there was a truck driving next to us that had one of those uh forklifts on the back he thought maybe one of the chains was loose and it just like whacked the window or something and it's a good guess but i honestly have no idea what ended up happening but i was some scary shit right because shit like that happens well Shit like that doesn't usually happen, but things can happen. And uh, it was some scary shit. And lucky for me, like I said, I had another, I had a witness with me. So people didn't think I like, I backed into something and, or I freaking turned and it whacked a tree branch or some dumb shit where it's, oh, it would have counted uh, against me. You know what I mean? So that's, that's some scary shit. But yeah, if you see this guy's out, uh, like I said, I'll bring it back up. It's, it's it's a thick piece of metal and he was just driving down the highway kicked up somehow boom slammed into his windshield but you got to be careful and you gotta when something like this happens not panic right that's uh that's actually a very good point is uh trying not to panic you know when things because bad things are going to happen every now and then you know a tire goes out you know quick the, the easy thing is to to kind of get worked up but if you stay in a calm mind you'll make rational decisions you know what i mean same thing with a jackknife. You stay in a calm mind, you'll make rational decisions. Same thing, you're going down a steep grade, you know? Keep calm, because I remember the first time I ever went down a steep grade, I was going to, uh, I was in New Hampshire. I was actually in the, the mountains, and it had snowed not too long uh, before. And uh, it was scary, because uh, I was new. I was uh, fresh at driving. I was working the night, and this is a 50-footer driving in the mountains on uh on snow and it's scared the living shit out of me. You know, I'm going down, I'm going down the mountain. It's kind of steep. It's tight with uh, kind of sharp turns, you know? And uh, like I said, if you keep a clear mind though, if you just dial back, take a couple deep breaths, you'll be able to work your way through it. You know what I mean? And obviously I did what you're supposed to do, which is, you know, for you guys that are new out there, for you, all you new drivers, um, you want to put it into the proper gear for the the speed you want to go. And then you want to use the engine brakes a lot. And then you want to drop down, like slow down to like maybe five, 10 miles underneath what the the posted speed limit is. Let the governor do its thing as you're going down. Obviously, it's going to it's going to creep back up to say it's like 35, right? You want to slow down, do 25, let it creep back up to 35 slowly because you got the governor on. Then you want to apply the brakes again, and bring it back down to 25. You know what I mean? So that you're not uh getting uh brake friction or is that brake failure you know what i mean where it crystallizes it so stuff like that you know it's scary shit though people do not know the kind of stuff that we have to deal with you know 
They just think that uh, we sit on our asses all day, you know, getting fat, going to truck stops, sleeping, you know, doing shit like that. That's not a truck driver, you know. Maybe there are truck drivers that do that, but that is not what all truck drivers do, you know. Like I said, there's many different types of truck drivers, and uh, the the particular field I'm in, you're not gonna find truck drivers like that because we're busy, we're busy, busy getting shit done, you know. We're go getters. We're doers, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm fortunate enough where uh, I'm at a company. If I want to move forward, you know, you can continue to climb the corporate ladder. You know what I mean? That's what a fortunate thing for uh, people that work over at Gordon's is uh, we can actually do that. We can actually uh, climb the corporate uh, ladder. We could work there for, I think, a minimum of a year, right? Then we could apply for an assistant uh, manager, right? And uh, you might get it, you know? Or uh, I, I, that didn't happen to me, but uh, I've heard stories about some guys, a couple of guys that only worked there for a year, got the assistant managing position when it opened up, you know, and they did great, you know? And uh, so it's just, like I said, you got to keep, keep in mind that you can move forward. We're not, well, we're not all just lazy asses that want to sit, sit around in a truck and, uh, and get fat. You know what I mean? We're more than that, you know? And like I said earlier, you got to keep pride in what we do. Even if you are one of those over-the-road truck drivers where you don't have a lot of stuff to do, you know, keep pride in what you do, you know. That even brings me back to a 30-minute break. If I was a over-the-road guy, I'd be getting out on my 30-minute break, right? Not to just stretch my legs, but I'd get out. I I mean, I wouldn't pull over on a highway and do that because that'd be kind of stupid. But, I mean, if, if you see a truck stop or something, get out, walk around. You know, get a little bit of exercise, you know. Maybe you want to get some food, park a little further back so you can, you can walk a good distance, you know. And she was watching uh, that show with my wife a while back. It was uh, My 600-Pound Life. So, obviously, if you haven't guessed what it's about, it's about people who are super obese, right? One of them was a uh, former truck driver. So, he got his surgery to lose the weight, the gastro sleeve, right? Then he went back. But he wasn't like a local truck driver. He was over the road. Went back to going to trucking as he's driving. So this is for you guys out there. There's stuff you can do to, to maintain your weight as he's driving. He's lifting. He's doing bicep curls in one arm as he's driving. Boom, switches to the other. You know, he parks. like This is where I got this from. He parks a lot further back. He parks at the other side of the, the truck stop and walks all the way there. You know what I mean? doesn't park as close as he can. He increases that so he has a longer walking distance, you know? I mean, for him, that's going to be a lot more effective because obviously he's super overweight. But it, it's good for you guys out there because a lot of you guys aren't really doing anything but bumping docks. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, it's a good gig. You know? You're not really doing much. It's easy on the body, but it's it's, it's more than just bumping docks. You know? And uh, you're going to become unhealthy if that's all you're going to be doing. You know, you're sleeping out there by yourself. Just so take you could take it back into your own hands, take control of it. You know, it's something that's doable. You know, it's something that you guys all should do. What's going on, RLC? You know, hey, the number's open if you want to give it a call. You know what I mean, but uh, it's something doable. So, uh, like I said, don't don't just get set in uh, the over the road lifestyle where you're just sitting there, you know, or just eating junk food. Because you guys got mini fridges. You guys can get mini fridges. You know what I mean? My boy tomorrow is going to come with a couple recipes. Hopefully. I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to come with a couple recipes for you guys. 
That's gonna be easy stuff you guys can make in trucks. You know what I mean? You're gonna come up with stuff that you could just easily make without uh without cooking. And if you guys have like little uh, plug-in hot plates, gonna show you some things you could do with cooking. You know what I mean? But the things that you can do to take your uh your life back into your own hands like that while you're over the road, anyways. You know, instead of just sitting there and eating unhealthy and not moving once once you're done with your route. Because personally, if I could see myself easily falling into that trap, but I wouldn't want to, you know what I mean? Because I already eat like crap anyways. I eat like crap right now, but the only reason I'm not super big is because the job I have, which is obviously doing food, you know what I mean? As I say, true. Uh, yeah, so like the I eat like crap, but that kind of offsets my bullshit, so I don't gain the weight. But you guys out there, this is why a lot of... Uh, the training and a lot of companies talk about sleep apnea because a lot of us will end up gaining weight doing that kind of stuff, just sitting around getting stagnant, you know? So like I said, if I was personally out there, I try to keep it in check a little bit more by doing some of those things. You know, I brought up an article around the first time I started making videos where uh, a guy lost a lot of weight and uh, he, he did it doing uh, uh, cycling. He bought a bike and you can actually buy bikes that fold in half, you know what I mean? From wheel to wheel fold, fold like a little uh, sandwich, right? And you can load that in your truck, right? You can put it in your sleeper. You could chain it to the back. You can do whatever with it. So it's portable and it can come with you. You know what I mean? And you can, on your 30-minute breaks, you could do that. Or uh, on your 10-hour 10, 10 reset, who's going to tell you you can't take 45 minutes, an hour, to just ride the bike around like a truck stop, you know, do a couple laps, you know what I mean? Things like this is only going to help you. It's only going to benefit you, you know what I mean? It's only going to make you uh, healthier and be around for, increase the chances for you actually being around for your family when you get back. You know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know. It's just things to consider if you ask me, but, uh, I am going to take off. I've been doing this for a little bit and, uh, honestly, I'm running out of shit to say. So <laughs> I'll catch you guys later. Um, check me out tomorrow. I'm going to do a live with my, uh, my buddy, uh, Andre, another buddy might be coming by. Yes, sir. What's going on DB? Another buddy of mine might be coming by. There might be three of us on the podcast tomorrow. I'm not 100% sure. We'll fingers crossed. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, catch me, catch that tomorrow. Like I said, you guys want to catch up on any replays, you can find me on Spotify on uh, for audio podcasts. And I'll catch you guys later, man. You guys have a good weekend. Peace.